once you figure out how to innuendo yourself mm-hmm. and innuendo your real life but not give too much right. and nuance it, yeah. you'll be straight. Really? A little Zodiac sign mixed in with some sex, mm. can't lose. Hmm. Damn, Interesting. You know, who, you know who blew up off a of Zodiac sign? <laughs> <laughs> Justin LaBoy. Justin yeah. LaBoy, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> all right guys so welcome back to another episode of the least favorite podcast i'm natalie introduce yourself and today we're joined by dj chase what's up what's up what's up so i met you when i did the vibe radio the vibe lounge radio show mm-hmm. and you were the dj radio. there and it was like fuck it let's work let's work <laughs> you know what i mean let's work i'm on the pod mm-hmm. um so thank you for joining us yeah so usually how thank we do it, yeah of course usually how we do it is like we have our guests joining on our conversation. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a real interview-based thing, but mm-hmm. we're going to get into your projects, what you're working on, what you do. Um, but we like to start every episode with a word from the bowl. So mix it up. And <laughs> since you're the guest, you get to pick the word. Just one or two? Just one. Just one. one. And whatever it is, we just talk about it. All right. Uh, damn. The idea that sex sells. Oh, shit. Okay. The idea that sex sells. <laughs> All right. I said I would pick that oh. one, right? <laughs> I think this is good, though, because you manage a female artist, mm-hmm. right? So, like, we could even get into that. Like, in managing a female artist, mm-hmm. do you feel like she feels the pressure or you feel the pressure to have her be overly sexy in order to get attention? Like, No, honestly, it's all her. It's all her. <laughs> to be real with you. Yeah. Like, in fact, I tell her, like, you don't have to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, but it's all her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been working with her for 2018. So, I mean, I knew her since 2015, but we were working since 2018. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had our ups and downs, our arguments, mm-hmm. everything like that. But, uh, honestly, I'm not really, I don't care. I care about the music. Because, right. I've seen a lot of women are sexy, but they don't have talent. You know what I'm saying? I met, I've seen, I'm in this game a long time, so I've seen them come and go. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just tell her focus on the music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And women, they, you know, they naturally just want to be sexy. They want to be represented. Yeah, I've learned a hell of a lot, like, working with her, like, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, women just got to be, you know, they, they want that. You know what I'm saying? They want, they, they want that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to get into their psyche a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I never I never personally promoted it, but I let her do her thing. Yeah. Mm. I feel like with this, too, like, obviously, I'm a woman. <coughs> so it's like yeah. I I have been told, like, oh, when you dress up for the pod, like, try to show a little more skin nah, you or you're going to have to dress like if you're going out on a date or whatever. And it's like sometimes I do dress up, but other times it's like, yo, I want you mm. to really listen to what I'm saying. Like. I want you to focus on the quality of the content of what we're talking about. Like, not just how I look. Like, I have more Mm -hmm. to offer than just that. But as a woman, like, yeah, sometimes our pressure is there. And then you do have, like, artists like Meg Thee Stallion, Mm -hmm. Cardi B. They're very sexy, and I also think they're very talented. But I think they, you know, once again, I've learned a lot working with a female artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot. You know, you have to be prepared for it, you know. But Mm -hmm. I think... Overall, as a consumer, well, for one, as a producer, as this quality, you still have to focus on the quality. So, yeah. you know, if she's writing her own rhymes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. my job is even I, even a production. I don't really tell her what production to pick. I'll be like, listen, here's the pack. Take what you want and just do what you want. Like, even she tells me to be more sexy. You feel me? Like, I'd be like, <laughs> I'll be in my house. You know what I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know saying? But I'd be like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a good question, though. Like, yeah. do y'all feel pressure to be sexy as men? Hell, yeah. You got to do it for the ladies, man. But is it more sexy or flashy? Sexy. 
Okay. Longevity is sexy. Flashy is flashy is trendy. I think a okay. difference yeah. though a man a man's sexiness is confidence. Yeah, okay. confidence. Yeah. Like, okay. Say confident yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Um, I think sex sells a little bit because even with this, when we come up with clips and reels and stuff, mm-hmm. try to get little topics that may have like oh yeah sex. I don't need to show your body, but like maybe we're talking about something. Talking sex about related. sex, yeah, for I don't sure. Know. I, I, I cheat. We with get the a lot smile, of. You. I so. think my most viewed. <laughs> One of my most views, authentic views, mm. was when I had a dominatrix on and a sex therapist. Yeah. All the topics were sex. And we had like so many because people are interested in that. They want to hear about it. Sex sells, that's yeah. it. But it wasn't yeah. like, I was, I don't want to say like, um, we weren't it like, wasn't just not tasteful. You know what I mean? Right. It mm-hmm. was a good conversation about sex. It wasn't unhealthy where it's like, we're doing fucking porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, good clean sex can be. Well, I tell you, can I tell you a little secret? <laughs> yeah. My first introduction at my internship at Sirius, I had to use a dildo on a porn star on air. No way. I never told that story. Get the fuck out of here. A porn star, Austin Taylor. I had to use a dildo. They asked me. They asked me though behind the scenes. They're like, "You want to do it?" I was like, "Uh." And I had a girlfriend at the time, so I was like, "Eh." This was day one. Uh, day, day two, day two or three. Damn. I think three, two or three. I'm like, I'm coming back. I need to do this. I'm coming back to this job every day. That's mm-hmm. like, how is that legal? I don't know. <laughs> That's she not... let me. She let me do it though. She let me use the dildo on them. And how many people were in the room? Like it was now, mad I'm like people in the room. It was like I just, I just went for it. I was like, fuck it. it. How old were you? 22, 23, 22, 23. I was wow. old, I was old, but I was just like, it was just crazy to me because I'm like, bro, I'm an intern. Like, why do you have me doing this? Like, because you're an intern. <laughs> but, you know, but I'm gonna tell you this though. I learned a lot from doing that because what it taught me was because you know he would teach me a lot of stuff behind the scenes and. Mm-hmm. He was like, he wanted to, because I was real shy back then. So he was like, no, I want to teach you about this business and just understand that it's all just smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And he prepared me, he prepared me, prepared me for a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely appreciated that experience because now that I'm older, I'm like, you have to realize, you got to turn it off and on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that's what I, I was proud of. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Austin Taylor, I, when you said her name, I looked mm-hmm. at him because he's like, he knows uh-huh. all the porn stars. Yeah, I used to do I'm like, you know her? Yeah, I use a dildo. You don't know her? Wow. This is like 2010, so she's she's probably older now, but I use it. Yeah, so. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to get into the. I've never told that story. That's wild. Is there a video of this story? No, this is before Instagram and all that. Oh, so it was just on the radio. There's audio, though. There's audio somewhere out there, but I definitely did. We're going to have to look for it. Yeah, it's audio. It's a clip here. And she was moaning my name and all that. It was bugged out. Oh my God. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, I guess. Like, I don't care. Oh my God. All right. No Illuminati made me do it. I, I did it on my own. I definitely would have asked her what she was doing afterwards. Oh, yeah, you might grab a drink. Now, I used to be all on pause. I got a drop from Pinky when she was back in the day. Oh, uh, Lethal Lips. I used to be around her. She used to hit on me all the time. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, like. like <laughs> yeah, so, but, you know, I, I didn't care for that. I, me, I, I'm so removed from the industry. So, yeah. like, with me, I'm t- Remo telling me to be more industry, but I'm like. The anti-industry guy, like yeah, yeah, the 100% yeah. anti-industry. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we just established sex sales. This is a clip. Sex sales, no. yeah. Sex sales. I mean, for real, for real. Yeah. All right, so I kind of wanted to get into comparison, right? So mm-hmm. we've spoken about comparison before here. And um, <clears throat> when you're in this field and you're constantly like, there's a lot of DJs. I'm sure you know a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And even in what we do with podcasting, like, mm-hmm. it's so easy to look at other people and be like, oh, like, this is working for them. Maybe I should try it and it could work for me too. But then you end up like adopting so many things from other people and it's like, all right, wait a minute. What really feels right to me and true to what I'm trying to do? So I kind of wanted to ask you like, how do you 
does comparison affect you in your line of work? And then if it does, like, how do you find the balance between still like, all right, that worked for them, it could work for me, but I'm gonna still be true to me. It never has. I've never compared myself to anybody. Okay. Because for I've been doing it so long, so even when people people try to do it to me, but I'm in a whole different lane. So like even with these these young DJs are children to me. I've been DJing since I was twelve years old. So wow. I've been like the stuff that they do now is like kid stuff to me. Like I've done that years ago. Like I've toured the college circuit. I've been like everything that you could possibly think of. Like I said, I DJ on series at 21. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just even me doing that, you know, but my goal was never to be the best DJ. My goal was always to be the best businessman. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be a stockbroker. So, um, you know, my parents, they really couldn't afford the school like that. So I was like, all right, let me just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I had my dad, so having such a strong father that I had, like, I I wasn't even allowed to praise other men. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't never compare myself to nobody. Um, and even, like, right now, I've, I'm in publishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even, like, DJ is so, like, behind me. Like, mm-hmm. I DJ to get my publishing works out there, my musical productions out there. So, and I'm a great DJ, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but I just seen it from, like, even my dad and I'm back in the days, in the 80s and the 90s, like, they fought so hard for certain things and it was like the one thing that they always was missing education so i wanted to be the best businessman so a lot of djs they're going to just be begging for gigs at 50. i'm gonna be collecting royalty checks at 50. so there's a difference mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i, I don't only person i compare myself to myself yeah mm. that's what i was saying like that's like um because you said comparison could be a good thing with your photography right mm. but for me i feel like that's the best thing to do just compare you like, mm. but it's hard sometimes. Like, I don't mm. know. I get in my head. It's compared for inspiration, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's compared for ideas. It's not compared to make yourself feel down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, you wanted, you didn't want to be the best DJ. Yeah. Like, like you know, I, so. I mean, I, I, yeah, of course you have it, but I've never, because mm-hmm. once again, I know, I know so much behind the scenes, and a lot of these guys, and Remo, I tell you, they're coming to me for stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of your favorite DJ definitely comes to me for mixes and musics and ideas and stuff so mm-hmm. i've always been an innovator and i'm i'm we 90s kids well i'm 80s kids but i'm you know we 90s grew up in the 90s so like social media we created that you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i've always been the, the one to push the envelope as far as dj like the reggae and the, the baltimore club music and stuff like that i was doing that back in 2003 so it's like all the stuff these guys are doing now was i was doing that long long ago and then you have a lot of guys in this business that they weren't cool in school so they want to get that now they cool because they, they got a little control and i i was doing that when you was you know what i'm saying so i don't care for it, you know what i'm saying yeah. like I, and i'm once again i'm never compared because these people are not my competition mm-hmm. the def jams are my competition universal publishers are my competition the uh warner music those are my competition now when it comes to that i'll be like all right i need to get to the get but I, it's more of an admiration thing yeah to step my step my game up you know what i'm saying it's not a i want to be like this person mm-hmm. you know? so yeah Mm. Also with comparing, <clears throat> we were also talking about like how you can compare. Some people compare their struggle to someone else and be like, well, I were, had to work harder. Mm. I had to do more. Like you didn't come from where I came from. You didn't have to do the things that I did. And then you end up like diminishing other mm. people's experiences and points of mm. view. I wanted you to talk about that example you gave with Ben Simmons. What was the example that you gave? Oh, fuck. I completely forgot that. Oh, my point. Lord. He was on JJ, no, he was on J.J. Reddick's podcast. And um, he was he was just talking about his, like, struggles over the past couple years. Mm-hmm. And, like, how he was just going through things. And how people that are not famous or not in the NBA like to compare themselves to him or other famous people. It's like, yo, 
I think we were talking. Oh, I think Benny was talking about this on the interview. He's like, "Yo, if I had like, if I got paid a million dollars to play basketball, like my life would be easy." Mm-hmm. And then he said, "It's like, yo, why are you comparing yourself to someone's? You don't know what his struggles are. He has his own struggles that he's dealing with in the league or as a famous DJ or something. Mm-hmm. As someone that doesn't have it, you can't compare yourself to." Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of where he was, where yeah. he was going and with I that. I totally agree with that because it's like, even me, like I've lost my mom this year. Like I've been through it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. every year for like 10 years, I lost a family member. So it's like, I've been to more funerals than I can count. You feel me? So it's like, even me, the day to day, because I'm a numb to a lot of stuff too. So like when people make excuses to me, I try not to do it. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like, even just the, I know what it takes to win. I do it from a, 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 a space of, okay, even when I worked that serious, I was dead homeless and broke. And I was in Bronx Community College and I made it happen. Like, I was sitting in my ex-girlfriend's room and I, she was she just, made, she just made a joke and was like, why don't you apply for an internship? I was so removed from it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, just apply. And I just got it. I beat everybody out and I was there. You know, one of the best learning experiences that I had. So... You know, people don't know what somebody takes, but you sometimes it's hard to turn that off. Like even like a Diddy or somebody like that, they, you can't come to them with excuses because nah. they work so hard. Like you know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to walk for food, to to to, to take it to the host, and just to just to be on air or just to learn something from that person. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So a lot of times it's not even really just uh, you know being jealous of person. Sometimes it's just learning from the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes people today. And I don't mean to ramble, but it's just like no, you have you to you have to kind of know like you have to do things for free. And this society is so entitled. Like they have this nasty work ethic entitlement. You mm-hmm. have to work. Nobody's gonna get like mm-hmm. I would look crazy sitting here saying, "Yo, Remo, come do this interview for me." Yo, Remo, come DJ for me. You know how crazy that looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm not on time, and I, I expect to get a million dollars. No, you gotta work for that. Like you know what I'm saying? So that's what I, that's where that comes yeah. from. You know. I agree. Yeah. Free it opens all the opportunities for you. Yeah. yeah, I think people like because I guess into something else I wanted to touch on, like having <clears throat> realistic role models, right? Like mm. you look at certain people who have it, and you think, oh, they got that mad easy. Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't have to work, they didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I could do the same thing. And it's like, first of all, you don't even know what it really. T- you don't know those people personally. You don't know what it really took for them to get to where they're at. So you can't compare your struggles to theirs. And then also, like like you said, they just don't want to work. Like, they don't want to put... Nobody wants to work anymore. No, nobody wants to work. And then to, to help you with that one, too, it's just in a sense of, like, you don't... People have different... It's needs and wants. And me and Marie will talk about that a lot, my A&R. And it's like, people feel like they need to be a rapper. They need to be a yeah. podcaster. They need, you don't have to do this. Like, mm-hmm. e- even with me, once again, even me being a DJ, I use that as a commercial tool to get, I want, I'm a recording engineer. I really, just, I'm an engineer, engineer, engineer. Like I can engineer anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I knew I couldn't just sit in a recording studio. So I had to do this to finance that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to know what you want in your career as opposed to saying, yo, uh, Natalie is a bomb podcaster. I want to just be like Natalie because it looks dope on Instagram, but you don't yeah. know the, the editing. You don't know the financing. You don't know the day job, the night job, the, the side job to make this possible. I got two jobs. Feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and then this is like my third job. Yeah, so, it's so like, you have to want it. Like you have, yeah. but you know what you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? I tell people that all the time, even artists that ask me, they come to me like, yo, Chase, can we? I'm like, bro, like you have to know what you want. Like mm-hmm. nobody's just going to give you a record deal. Nobody's mm-hmm. just going to wake up and say, let me just work with you because you lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Word. Mm. Yeah. Because they see the finished product. product. Yeah. They don't see the hard work They don't see it. the hard work behind it. They don't see the hard work And it's it. just like, it'd be frustrating. But also, people don't realize that every overnight success took probably like 10, 20 years to get to that moment that blew them mm. up. Yeah. They didn't just blow up randomly. Yeah, they just you gotta be consistent. 
they were working hard behind the scenes to get there. People just think everything is like all like glamorous and happy and we all just like I don't know. Like we yes, of course we have fun. We sit back here, we laughing and everything, but this is this is work. And yeah. sometimes it's not always fun. And it's sometimes not. there's a lot of arguing behind the scenes. There's a lot of like, I want it this way. No, but we should do it this way. There's a yeah. lot of back and forth. So I just feel like, I don't know. People think they're just going to like reach a certain level of success and just be super happy. Like once I get this, up, I'm going to be good. How many people would give up their living room? And also too, I even speak about financial, right? Even when people talk about financial situations and financial sacrifice, yeah, you could get a million dollars, but you have a lot of bills. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like even me, I could literally say I've probably made a, lot, a decent amount of money doing mm-hmm. music. It's you always have bills. So you mm-hmm. have to, you have to pay business taxes. You have to pay your compliance. You have to pay your registered agent. Yeah. You have to pay your travel. You have to pay for clothes. You and have to, that you know million will be gone. That <laughs> be gone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So people think it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's, but people have what they want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I said. That's the purpose of me saying that. Like, you have to know what you want. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, with me, I'm very dedicated because I knew what I wanted. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm. Oh man! God um, said he don't like interviews. He over here. Where are you going now? Nah, he's doing great. Hold on, some gunshots. <laughs> nah, you killing it. All right, so now we're gonna get into the deep stuff. Yeah. All right. What? All right. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about mental health, mm-hmm. and um, you shared with me that you used to suffer from bipolar disorder. Yeah, a little bit. It was like now it's schizoaffective disorder. They they lowered it. But oh, they changed the name. Yeah. It's, no. Oh, it's, it's like, like a it's different. Just, it's just bipolar is like a real issue. Right. I, they kept misdiagnosing me, so it's just depression and stuff. Okay. Like okay. That, okay. So. Okay. So I wanted to know, like, mm-hmm. um, what led to you, like, I guess, being diagnosed or being like looking for help. Like, how oh, did you know something lot. was wrong or? Yeah. No, it was, uh, it's simple. I was, uh, I was young and I was under like a lot of stress and mm-hmm. the situation. It wasn't healthy for me. And I was just staying up late and just doing, just not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And then just one day just triggered. So I was like, all right, you know, the doctor's like, you got to take better. You got to sleep. You got to do this. You got to do that. So, you know, I was having a, like a slew of family problems and like, this was like 2010. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you have like a, you know, episodic episode and stuff like that. So it just was a lot of stuff leading up to it. You know what I'm saying? I was going through a lot. You know what I'm saying? So Was mental health even something that like you knew about or like your mm-hmm. family spoke about with you or anything? No, my family is the worst. I love them, but they're the worst. But uh, <laughs> not really. I mean, they, uh, I mean, they probably, they, they, it's hard to say, you know, unfortunately in black households is not discussed enough. Yeah. You're told to Never. get over it. So it's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Or just to, pray, to God, pray to God, like you'll be good. Like, yeah, but yeah. it takes a lot more than that. It takes healing. It takes community. It takes, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And like I said, I went through so much at that time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it was just, it was, for me, it was inevitable. I, you know what I'm saying? Some people, it's probably a little bit more avoidable, but for me, in my case, it was just like, I just had to shut down. You feel me? Like yeah. I was DJing crazy. I was just like I said. I was like I said. I was homeless. I was just like renting a room, and it just was a lot of issues going on. So for me, it was just, it was tough. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like you isolated yourself, shut down. So obviously it affected. Did it affect your relationships though? Like, Not, do you consider no. like like for me? I always say mm-hmm. like I'm more probably more functional even when I'm sad. Like mm-hmm. I'll still like push through and just like try to mask whatever I'm feeling and mm. just go to work still. I'll mm. still put a smile on my face and act like everything's okay. Mm. Or for you, was it more like people knew something was wrong? No, nah, people knew like, you know, cause it, it would show like, cause me, I'm, 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 I'm real introverted. So yeah. I am good at hiding, not hiding stuff, but I'm just to myself. Yeah. And I was like, I grew up only, ch- I have two uh, younger brothers, but I grew up an only child. So with me, I can retreat really fast. So yeah. like when people, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, yeah You know yeah. what I'm saying? I like being by myself. So. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's just it's tough. You know what I'm saying? It's tough because sometimes, you know, you cannot realize the triggers. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that's the lot of it is, is the triggering part of it is the stress part. So yeah. sometimes you have to know to take like two steps back. Even if like right now, like this year, I try not to overwork. I try to, uh, you know, pray more and just focus on that and yeah. eat right and just you know, like I said, general just health. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have issues growing up. Like I was a spoiled nerd kid, <laughs> so I didn't have those yeah, issues yeah, growing yeah. up. So, but you know, my mom was just going through a lot, so it was like you know me dealing with that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you seek therapy at all or no? Yeah, I'm an advocate for therapy. Oh my god, me too. I love I'm therapy. in therapy. Are like, you in therapy I, right now? No, I need to, but uh, okay. I, I've been going hard. But uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but uh, I still do other stuff though. But because uh, I was gonna say, you know, there's a stigma in our community. Like, nah, I go to therapy because it'll yes. change your perspective. Because what therapy is dope is maybe you know this because you go, yeah. but they teach mm-hmm. you how to deal with the out. They don't make you crazy. Everybody else is crazy. <laughs> So they they be like, listen, don't deal with that person. Deal exactly, with, yeah. and I think that's the thing. Like people feel like, oh, if I go to a therapist, it's because mm. I'm crazy, nah, and she's crazy. gonna tell they me I'm crazy, and yeah. they're gonna give me meds, and it's like, mm. no, that's not that's not how that works. Like that's not how it works mm. at all. Yeah, so it's an and unwritten yeah, rule that like, we have. People go to therapy. They <laughs> no, no, we they tell you you're the crazy one. Yeah, yeah. So like unless you're like clearly like. Like they know how to diagnose if you're like mm. clearly narcissistic or you clearly yeah. have a personality disorder. Mm. But other than that, yeah, they'll just be like, "All right, if this is triggering you, stop fucking with that person." Yeah, yeah, they Period. don't. Yeah, like, they don't. Yeah, it's not what people think. It's not like they'll say, "Oh, you crazy." It's yeah. not, it has nothing to do with that. It's I think me personally, I think black men should definitely go because we deal with so much trauma mm-hmm. and so much stuff. And I tell people all the time, it's like passed down. I I I, I, yeah. I think the lines are getting blurred. Like you know, what I'm saying no disrespect to my Latino family, but. I can't take this off. You feel me? So it's like race, racism is a skin issue, not a cultural issue, not a language issue. It's a skin color issue. So we deal with so much Mm -hmm. as wearing a skin, my my fault, wearing a skin as a, as a badge of honor. You feel Mm -hmm. me? So I think black men definitely should go. It tried to, you know what I'm saying? At least try to. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's just do a little, oh no, we're not going to do transition because this is the same thing. So I wanted to ask you, Mm because I heard a clip I think I heard a clip of you on your page mm. and you were like giving advice or like what advice would you give to someone in the industry who may be experiencing like issues with their mental health? Uh, don't take it so personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't take it, you know, take it for face value. And one thing, like you said, the comparison, do not compare yourself to nobody. To take, care of, take care of you first, to be the team of you. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I know this society is very with this group willpower nonsense, but you can't will your way to health. You can't will your way to, you know, mental health. You can't will your way to success. So you have to, you have to be the complete package. Even right now, I'm like fasting, trying to get this weight off, you know what I'm saying? Different yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, all right, you know, you, you, you just assess yourself. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. best way to, to protect your mental health is always a self-evaluation accountability. And a lot of times people don't let the ego, um, the, the inflamed ego from social media mm-hmm. get into your head where... It, it puts you in a place where it, it puts you over the line where ego can't bring you back from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wanted to talk about business. So I want you to tell mm. me more about like, first let's talk about the artist that you manage. Is mm. she the only one right now? Or you have other I, artists? I, you know, it's crazy. I really don't manage. I'm, I'm just like co-manager. I'm just having okay. to be good at it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm really co- like, kind of co-managing How did DJ. you discover her? Uh, Molly is dope. Uh, I had her, my friend Chris Briss. And my other friend John, we were uh, he. I was working with John, and um, she was just always around. And then I was just like, I just we had a song. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want Molly on the song. I want Molly on the song. So uh, you know, she was on the song. But then I didn't make beats at the time. So she uh, 
when I started making beats, I would just send her like random beats to just any rappers that I knew. Mm-hmm. My beats was in the beginning was just terrible. So this is like 2008 because I was an engineer. So I my mind to make beats was totally different. So yeah. um, she just rapped on a beat and then we were just my God, I had a studio in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. And um, the rest is just history from there. Like it just happened so fast. So I was like, all right, because I didn't want a female artist at first because I just knew it was a lot of work. Uh, what but do you I mean? Did. Like, what kind of work? Like, what goes into it? <laughs> like, what's the difference between a female artist and then if it was like a male artist? Uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, I, I guess the uh, I'm gonna say it, it just meant honestly. You know what? Female artists are easier to work with. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot to work with. Okay. If that makes any sense, male artists. They have this kind of curse? Yeah, of course. Okay, so male artists, you have a dick measuring contest with them all the time. Oh my goodness. And it's annoying. So it's like, all right, bro, I'm, I, how many hit records do you have? How many records, yeah. have, you, how many records have you sold? Mm-hmm. And with female, they'll listen, but they're going to do it their way. Yeah. <laughs> so if that makes any sense. That's true. So it's like, I, you know, you got to kind of deal with that and relationships mm-hmm. and all types of stuff. So mm-hmm. women artists are actually better, but it's just, there's just more to deal with. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I like working with my artists though. Yeah, it's like it always comes down to men's dick. What is that about? Like, what is that about? It's always it's always it's always an issue with the dudes. It's like, always an ego. I'm like, bro, yeah. like I'm like, how many records have you sold? Like, mm-hmm. you, like making a dollar on one stream is not gonna put money. Like, they're not gonna pay my card no. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. So I'll be trying to give direction, and they just don't they don't take heed to. It. Or once again, it's always a compare. With me. Back to the competition. I don't come. You're not my competition. You're yeah. a rapper. I'm not a. I'm not in competition right. with you. So, uh, but to her compliment, like I said, women rappers are are way more. You know, and also too, just a little side note, mm-hmm. women are better songwriters than men. Really? Mm, way better. What What about it? Like I don't know. Women like, can get emotional, emotional. in songs mm. than that men. They can tap emotional, but they can get more artistic into the song than okay. than a uh, man can. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. More intuitive. Yeah. More intuitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do you see, like, this relationship going with her or, like, her career? Like, what are some things that you want to do? Uh, right now, it's up to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, once again, I, I, can't, I can't force somebody to work. I can't mm-hmm. force somebody to do, you know, not to compare themselves. You know, uh, you know, I think she's a talented person. I think mm-hmm. she's a, you know, great human being. I think... Just sometimes it just with the business part of it, I think sometimes people don't understand how much work it goes into this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not their fault. It's just that they really don't know. Like sometimes like once again, I, I would I know I like basketball, but I know I don't have what it takes to ball out with LeBron James. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying like it's not going to happen. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm 510, like 300 pounds. I'm not bowling with LeBron James, but mm-hmm. I know music. It takes a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? And then. Also, too, back on the business, what you asked mm-hmm. me, the business dollar, the music dollar has changed so much. So, like, before you could just, like, be a rapper, make money, not promote, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. now you have to be on your A-game all the time. You, you have need to, to know how to market yourself. There you go. So, that's what it is. So, yeah. right now, I think, you know, you know, it just takes time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, I don't, you know. Does that take away from the artistic creation mm-hmm. music-wise? Mm-hmm. Makes it better. This is the best time to ever do music, like by far, the greatest time in history to do music. Really? By far, by far. Wow. Like I can do, I can send a song to somebody in Germany, 
from my house. So no, no, that's not what I mean. I mean for like mm. the the rapper. The, the it doesn't. It because doesn't. Because they take mm. time. They have to take time away from their pen. Mm-hmm. Because you, you'll get so many ideas. Like even me. Like I started like recording my own music just to mess with it. Just mm-hmm. have fun. It's more like just like fun music that I just make. But you can you get you draw so much different inspiration. Like the reason why the '90s music was so dope was because you knew about Yonkers. You knew about the nine one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You knew about it, but it was not. And it was never the ideas were not. Uh, abroad from that now you can reach people you can FaceTime people you can get ideas you can it's so much frequency to that so you can be way more creative now by far let's see what's like the short term plan with her is it like hopefully get like a single create an EP the short term the the short term the short term I put you the album is the album is halfway done so the album is halfway done so I'm just waiting for her to Get her life, and we'll we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now, I do have other singles. Though I have uh, my guy King Preto. I'm working with. He's from Harlem. Uh, a single with uh, a girl by the name of Miss JP. She's dope. The single uh, with um, uh, I got Mike Kawan. I have a song, two songs with him, mm-hmm. and I have my own stuff. So I have you know different artists that I'm working with that I can't announce just yet. But yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And what's next for like what other so other than that? Anything else you're working on? Uh, right now, just go hitting the tour. So this is the first leg of my mm-hmm. tour. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm back to DJ hitting the road because we got bills to pay. So mm-hmm. you know, Remo ain't cheap. I ain't cheap. So we gotta you know hit the pavement. <laughs> so uh, right now, just the radio station, DJ Chase Radio. I'm actually yeah. working on. Uh, I'm actually in a movie, so I did some voice work for a movie. Oh, so that's coming out in December, hopefully. Uh, wait for the trailer. Wait, for that. can you say the movie or no? No, I can't say it yet. Oh, shit. Can, you, okay. can you say what genre? Uh, what kind of movie? Is it a horror it's, movie? No, no. It's a, it's a, I think it's a love, love, like kind of like a love story kind okay. of movie. Yeah, so it's dope. Oh, um, that's amazing. Mm, um, my podcast. Um, trying to think what else. What's the name of your podcast? Oh, the pregame party miss podcast. So that's dope. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much what's it right it? now. Just some singles. What style of DJ? Mm-hmm. Are you like are you like are you like radio DJ club mm-hmm. DJ state like what kind of style? Definitely not say? a club DJ. I hate clubs, mm-hmm. but uh, I would say more of a radio DJ. Mm-hmm. I guess more. Yeah, yeah. I say radio DJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with the marketing, right? Because you had said something that I was like, oh, I want him to talk about it more. <laughs> you said something about tapping into your micro audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, explain right. that, please. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so. And I went to school for business, but I've always, like, once again, I tell you, I'm always wanted to be a stockbroker. So yeah. I applied corporate business strategy to music. So a lot of, it's, it's, people starting to do it now. Like, even with Kanye, he's talking about business to consumer. I've been, Remo, I tell you, I've been talking about that for like five years. So, mm. you know, I've always talked about it, but it's just like, with, with, back to what you asked me about what we're working on. And, uh, you know, you can tap into an audience now that you can never, ever, ever do. Like, I come from the days of having to print out mixtapes on a CD burner, mm-hmm. go to 42nd Street and hand out mixtapes in a freezing cold. So to me, when people come to me, like I can't, I'm like, I, I really don't want to hear it. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't like, bro, I don't. I used to be on like when I used to go, I went to school in SUNY Oswego. So we used to be up there, uh, can I had a CD sale. Like people like bugging. I'm like, yo, does you don't understand? Like, just trust me. And I had a CD sale, we had the radio station. Mm-hmm. So now with the internet, I can FaceTime anybody in Africa. I can FaceTime people in Switzerland. I got an artist I'm working with in Ukraine. He be telling me all the old stuff about the war. Like oh, I just wow. worked a kid named Little Squeedy. I talk to him every single day. I talk to him on the phone. So, you know, your micro audiences, you can captivate your per the anything that you want. Like I'm big on like outdoors and ATVs and stuff like that. That's why I always wear this. Like I was the first one wearing this. And like, people started wearing it. I'm like, what are you doing? So 
you can micro like niche your audience. So basically, like if you're into zodiac signs, you can sell literally to that audience, like directly. Like so, say you you're the distributor, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I just need you to put it in the store, but I don't have to go through you to create the the product development for that. I can create. I can be my own product manager to my own niche, like straight to that person. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was like more or less discussing. But it's once again with the internet and TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. It's so easy to do it now. Like you have no choice but to market yourself. I be overwhelmed. Nah, it's easy. You're like, overwhelmed because you're trying to hit everybody. Probably. So it's like, mm-hmm. where should I start? Like I'm what really asking like? you for it's me. Not, it's like, like not not uh, mm-hmm. niching down. Like remember, I was telling you when I started posting TikToks, I just started like trying to get the Bronx. Yeah. Just like yo, mm-hmm. you know, hone into like at least an area. Instead of New York, fucking, let's focus on the Bronx. Let's just right <laughs> like, here. Okay. So all right. Yeah. So like, where should I start? All right. So what do you like? I like reading. Okay, that's that's a niche right there. What kind of books you like? Uh, I like psychological thrillers. Okay. Or like self help books. Okay, perfect. So you like Deepak, you like The Seven Habits, you like uh, uh, Napoleon Hill, stuff like that. Okay. So now, where do those people buy it from? Barnes and Noble or Amazon. Okay. Where do they buy it from? What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. So okay, so <laughs> like, like, what? like what, like where, like what, what micro? The audience is basically like this, right? You have to do things with what you like. Mm-hmm. And once again, society and social media is so big. Like, people have this magic wand. With these, unfortunately, the downside to these phones is people are trying to look for this magic answer. Yeah. There is no magic answer. Yeah. It's just get up and do what you like. Mm-hmm. Like, I get up, I wake up, I say, okay, I like music. I like talking to people about music. I like touring. Yeah. Even with DJing, it's the best thing because I can, I can meet people from different walks of life. Like, even mm-hmm. with me, when I tell you, like... When I was younger, being a stockbroker, I was in a stock program at uh, 11 years old, and they used to fly us in private jets. I was on private jets in the 90s. So this stuff is like extra, you know what I'm saying? So, and I went to the Fresh Air Fund growing up. So I was always exposed to like the outdoors and the suburbs and things like that. So even driving, like I'm in the cars and like I said, ATV. So if you like in the psychological thoroughs, the first thing you want to say is, okay, how can I reach these people? Mm-hmm. All right, where do they get it from? So now, if I want to sell something to them, mm-hmm. I know where they get it. Okay. What shoe size they like? Okay. What hair do they like? How okay. many kids do they have? Oh, so you really what like tapping? Like? Yeah, yeah. I like. I can tell you everybody that I work with. Like, I can literally tell you probably their shoe size. Mm-hmm. Like that's how detailed of it I am. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you have to really like. Because it's, it's different than niche marketing. Niche marketing is like the more broader version mm-hmm. of it. But the micro audience is really like, what's their favorite color? What's their favorite food? What interests do I have that'll make them? Because you can't wait. Being you have to because it's a facade. Mm-hmm. And in today's industry, it's all independent driven. So like you see a lot of the big artists, they can't sell a record mm-hmm. because they can't compete because everyone wants to be an artist. So even like right now, me being a DJ, everybody with a controller is, is, a, is a DJ. And everybody with a mic is a podcaster. As a podcaster, yeah. right? So now you have to say to yourself, like with me. Hmm? I said, I got a controller. <laughs> he probably is a DJ, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, so, he's a DJ. You know what I'm saying? So it's in a sense of you have to like do what you like because yeah. you feel better about it. You feel like, yo, I'm not lying to myself. Right. I can look myself in the mirror and say, yo, like and I, even me, my my, my uh, prayer quotes and stuff like that. Yeah. I just randomly just started doing that. Yeah, I my, love that, by the way. Yeah, so yeah. I just randomly doing that, but that came from somebody saying, "Oh," and also too is what I was attracting. So I was like, "How can I like people?" Th- I'm like, I'm not a gang member. Like, I'm not, I'm not. I went to Catholic school. Like, yeah, 
I'm not nowhere near a gang member, so I was like, all right, let me just figure out a way to deflect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had to start showing people more of, of you. me. You know what, what I'm saying? What you actually like, not what yeah. you think they're going to like you exactly. to like. Oh, that so makes good. so much sense. But mm-hmm. that's like oh. obvious, but I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. needed to talk it out with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know what it is, and yeah. I was telling Remo this, he laughed, so I said, this society favors the, the user instead of the dealer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's not necessarily a drug-related uh, correlation. It's more mm-hmm. of a, once again, in a, in, a, in a casino, you have the dealer mm-hmm. and you have the user. Yeah. And the, it's just food. You have the dealer and you have the user. So yeah. that's how sales and business work. So it's all about the transaction. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, create the transaction for yourself. So you say... Y'all have the least favorite podcast. Okay. We talk about what now what's now you hit it on the nail earlier when we talking about it. You said, okay, the highest viewed uh episode was the sex episode, yeah. right? All right. So if you know that people do that, now how can I lure them into what I want? So if they right. like the psychology of it, mm-hmm. most people out here are virgins. They don't have no type of sex. <laughs> because that's why they that's why they talk about it so yeah, much because yeah, they don't yeah. do it. Right. You know? So it is in a sense, but you know that. But right, you know what I'm right. saying? So hone in on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even with me, I'm more probably one of the rawest per people. I give it to you one thousand percent raw. Right. So you have to kind of figure that out, mm-hmm. you know? That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love, hold on. <laughs> yes, yeah. I needed that though. But you know what it is too? Like I, when it's time for me to put myself out there on social media, I feel like I freeze because I'm so caught up in like, oh, well, how mm-hmm. are people going to take this or receive this? Like, I don't want to be looked at this put way. Put it out, put it out. I just be like, all I get in my head and then I'm like, fuck it, put the phone down. I'm not even going to do it. Now, you always got to remember this, too. Marketing is about the the marketing mix, right? So the basic marketing is is deeper than that. But because it's marketing, there's advertising. So Mm -hmm. people don't understand advertising is different than marketing. Marketing is the monetary mix of Mm -hmm. how to make the money. Mm -hmm. Advertising is McDonald's has this for $9.99. That's advertising. Marketing is the idea of why is this $9.99? Why is this $1.99? What colors am I going to use? What emblem am I going to use? So you have to think like that. So, you know, even be a character. Remember, entertainment, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just has to be even like with the with the like me, per per se, being a black man, I didn't want people to think certain things of me. So that's why you never see me like with guns and stuff like that or promoting that and stuff. like. I mean, I do shoot. I do go to the gun range, but you're not going to see me flashing guns and drugs and stuff. Yeah, you're not going to see that because I have to represent my coach. I have to represent the businessman that I wanted to be. So mm-hmm. once you realize, yo, I'm in, you know, how many people, there's more, there's more people like us mm-hmm. than there's people like Nicki Minaj. So always remember that. So yep. always remember that people, they might not get you right away. You mm-hmm. might not go viral right away. Like even my cat videos, my cat videos get more views, have paid my bills for the last two months. You know what I'm saying? So Wait, pause. Cat mm-hmm. videos? Cat videos. Yo, cat videos on the internet? Like crazy. what kind of... Cat. Like just cat like videos, a regular yeah. cat. Cat, like a cat. You, like do a, you have a cat? Uh, yes, I have a cat that I love. And you recorded videos? No, of your I cat? post other people's cats. Where on YouTube? On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah I'll show you right cat now. Cat videos probably made the internet. Hold on, Get I'll show you right now. Cat videos. I'm not making this up. Cat videos. Wait, how did it pay? What? I'm not making this up. Yeah, cat videos. Cat memes. This cat video yesterday. This one. We're gonna insert it okay. into the episode. This cat video. I'm gonna show you this, right? Yeah, I'll show you. Just send you. it to me. All right, hold on. Let me see. The, uh, let me see the stats. Because I'll just that's hold on. no, yeah, it's fine. However, we watch it, it's fine. He'll put right. it in. Yeah. I got you. Pause. This cat video from yesterday is at 1,300 views and has 57 shares on it. Just one cat video. What? Mm-hmm. And that's how I not made my big what cat is that? video. Oh, that's Instagram. You said right? Yeah, yeah. Instagram cat videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cats. 
We're going to have to start putting little cat videos <laughs> cat in videos our reels. Like, like, I'm, giving, I'm giving you free gems here. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Talk about it. Free cat videos. All right. So, like you said, with psychological thrillers, right? Right. So, I, I'm a joke. So I've, I've been posting comedy memes for years. Like, literally years. Because I'm a huge, huge jokester. Like, I hate... I'm the anti-Instagram social person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a cancer through and through. Mm-hmm. My birthday, I'm a cancer, too. My birthday is July 1st, 1987. I am the OD star cancer. Yeah, I hate... Cancer buddies. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. see what I'm saying? So, I totally, <laughs> I totally hate... Even Zodiac says, I don't believe in it. I so do. When people Basically, be like... Oh, I be on it. But let me tell you, when I, I start... With, but, but let me tell you. People, my biggest cat video, I put some about sex. So, I, made, I, I put it in your windows, right? So I'm gonna give you a little free gem. Innuendos are where it's at. Once mm. you figure out how to innuendo yourself mm-hmm. and innuendo your real life, but not give too much right. and nuance it, yep. you'll be straight. Really? A little zodiac sign mixed in with some sex, mm. can't lose. Hmm. Can't lose. Interesting. You know, who, you know who blew up off a of zodiac sign? <laughs> Justin LaBoy. Justin yeah. LaBoy, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. People believe this stuff, but it goes yep. back into the. But I try not to do it where it's too misleading. I try to keep it more on my life, right? Because I don't want to mislead people. Yeah, That's it's all about I, cancer. Yeah, and, so I yeah. keep it in my life, but I don't. I don't mislead people. Like I just. Like I'll, I'll give a little hint to my real life, but it, right. I put a, I put a satire to it. You know what I'm saying? So right, because that's what mm-hmm. I worry about too. Like not. Showing or saying too much mm-hmm. about me, nah, cause nah. still having like some type of mystery too. Like, you can't <coughs> yeah. just put it all out nah, there. Nah, you can't. Like, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, definitely, uh, innuendos and zodiac signs always win. Definitely. You make me feel like I should take a business class or something. You should. You should. Yeah. Nah, you, I'm always. I'm always on business. Like, like even in publishing. Like, I'm always learning zooms and like I have a conference call in a little bit actually. So I'm always teaching people. Like I have. I'm part of the. Um, the National Music Publishing Association. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really with the publishing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm even in the Zooms. I'm going to go to Zooms and Town Hall because it's always changing. So even with yeah. the podcast industry, like, you know, you have to kind of study like different marketing trends and stuff like yeah. that. So one thing that you should do is a SWOT analysis, which is a strengths, opportunities, weaknesses, and threats. So SWOT analysis is like really, really important with, with mm-hmm. um, uh, marketing and stuff. So mm-hmm. You know, your strengths, you analyze your strengths, your weaknesses, of course, yeah. opportunities is what's the opportunities in the market, the threats of like other podcasters doing what you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So definitely do a SWOT analysis as well. Oh my mm. God, yo. He's, I need to go to one of your freaking courses or something <laughs> because the one thing about this is yeah. like, we have, I feel like we got the mechanics down mm. and like the content down. But when it comes to the business part, I feel like that's where we are so lost and not nah, tapped I can into. teach you all stuff. You know, once again, <laughs> It's not hard. It's, I think sometimes with me, because I do I do marketing plans for so many different people. Like even right now, uh, last week I went to the uh, White Label Expo in the Javits Center. So I was um, talking to different businesses about you know buying some advertising commercial space on my radio station, and it just was so like like weird to me that people didn't understand what I was saying. I'm like, you know, you have to market your business. Like yeah. no, because a lot of times people don't realize, like even when you have a podcast, I'm gonna give you another jewel. Yeah, you monetize it because you sell ads. So even when in radio and corporate radio, that's why they always pumping commercials yeah. because that's how you pay the bills. You don't like get five minutes of commercials. I'm like, damn. Yeah, you don't you don't pay the bills just from like talking on the radio. That right. don't pay the bill. That's the utility, but that's not a that's not how you pay your bills. Like yeah, you know. So even you always have to upsell. So you know what I'm saying? Just do different things. Like and it's all small. Like mm-hmm. you know, little businesses and. You know, people that have music or people that have mm-hmm. different brands and stuff like that, you have to you once again use it as a utility. Don't use it as a crutch. You feel right. me? So that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Like I teach you a lot, so 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like, yeah. did you have anything else? Yeah, I actually do. I have like two questions. Oh yeah, go for it, please. Let's get it. So, this one um, could be like about what artists or people trying to get on. It. Mm. Is there a difference versus being hungry versus being thirsty? Mm. No, nope. like, be both. Be both. Yep. People tell me that too. Be both. People have told me like, don't worry about looking corny. Be corny. Mm. Like, be as corny. You know, as you can listen. Be. Like, you know how many people have told me I was not gonna make it. Like, literally, like looked at my friends, tell me I'm not gonna make it. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna show you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a, like, nine, I, like I said, 13 million streams so independently, 90 something music awards independently. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So toured all over the world, DJ all over the country. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's nothing you can be thirsty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Somebody like me that can probably change your life, and and I'm I'm never selfish. I've always put people over me. So mm-hmm. like, how many careers that I've helped, like literally careers, you know. So I've helped so many people just doing that because you like being thirsty will keep you hungry. You feel me? And 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 being being thirsty will curb that ego. Yeah. And it goes back to the mental health thing as yeah. terms of yo, I, I know that I want this. I know that I'm here. I know that I'm here on time. Yes, I'm going to beg Natalie 16 times a day so she can see, yo, he is serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, be, um, be both. Okay. I like that. That's good thirsty. advice. Mm. Makes you check your own ego. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, then this is just like a DJ question. What's up? <laughs> what don't you want to play anymore? Like, what's that song or like that artist, that genre? It's like, yo, I'm just tired of playing this shit. I don't want to hear it no more. Um, uh, I say this from both. I say this from a playlist curator and I say this from a DJ side. Mm-hmm. Um... Offbeat music, I would say that off. Like, if you can't rap, don't do it. Like, you don't have to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that people because because but it goes again to the the micro niche. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people are just naturally talented. Yeah. You know, they might do like a spoken word piece or some like performance art. Like, music today is more performative art, artistic, or more yeah, performative yeah, yeah, yeah. art. So you don't want to. You know, all all creativity is. Good creativity, mm. you know what I'm saying. I, I don't. I'm saying that because I tell you a little insight. Like I've had like big artists that I passed up because the original music that I got was just bad. Yeah, I won't say the artist on here, but I tell you off air who I could have worked with. But it's like you know, you never know who can make it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But sometimes you'll just like I had to tell an artist one time I was engineer for him. I had like, bro, I can't take your money no more. Like you just, you just, it just wasn't for him. Like I was like, I don't think this is for you. Like you should do something else. You feel yeah. me? So. You know, listen to your gut. If it don't feel right, don't do it. If that answers your question. Right, right, right. I don't really feel bad. I think drill is... I don't really play a lot of drill, but... Yeah, um, I was going to say, because I, I know like, some DJs that yeah. hate playing drill. Like, like, no, just like if you were having, like, a, you were DJing, yeah. just like, say, a regular house, like a party for your people, mm. it's like, damn, this is not going to my playlist today. You drill, um, like... No, nah, I wouldn't say drill because okay. I do a lot of showcases and drill. The young boys love the drill, so yeah. I'm never. I'm, I don't. I'm not no dinosaur. I get. I'm with the, the hood. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. I like everything. Okay. I'm, 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 I, like, I, I, can't, I can't really say. Okay. I, I would say it's more the person or the style of music than yeah. the genre of music. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Just don't send no whack like whack music. Like if it's if it's dope, it's dope. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Who's your favorite? Ooh, top five favorite artists. Now or just that. in general? In general, of all time. Uh, all time, number one, mm-hmm. I would say uh, the DOC, number one. Okay. Number no, two, no. I would say DMX. <laughs> number three, Chuck D. Number four, Big L. And number five. Hmm. Well, a lot of people don't say Big L. They number forget f- about Big L. Number five, I would say, is a tie between Benny the Butcher. Did I say DMX? Yeah, yeah you said DMX. All right, so number five would be Benny the Butcher. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. No hoes? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Got it. No, no, no. Hove is there. He's just not my personal. No, top I know. Five. Everybody always says Hove though. Hove yeah. always be like number one on somebody's because list. Because when, when me and A and R Remo, we was having a discussion. I said people are marketed to people. Jay Z yeah. is the best. Right. Like, but it's always the best between him and LL Cool J for me. Mm. So I was like, all right, I just won't mention it because I always get debate between them two. But yeah. my personal, personal favorites who I could just listen to. It'd be like Wiz Khalifa, Benny the Butcher, and the other the DMX and that. That's who I like. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And Outcast as a group. Oh yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for the episode. <laughs> so thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having thank me. You for and bless places. You to did you. great, by the way. <laughs> you spit some gems, like yeah. for real, for real. Yeah. I, I First stop on the tour. Yeah, yeah. The Tri-State Minds tour. Me and Rima Marock. So we got a uh, Saturday. Uh, no, Sunday. I'll be in Brooklyn. Uh, and then I got a couple stuff coming up in November mm-hmm. and December so you know hopefully more dates and once again being independent and knowing what you want I don't have to ask nobody for right. nothing I make my own dates and that's that so yeah and we can talk business off there oh of course now we're gonna have to because <laughs> damn alright well thank you guys like always yeah. like share comment subscribe we'll have all the info everything he spoke about in the episode description and cat videos and the cat videos, cat videos. and we will see you next week bye guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> Can I work for one second?